And good morning and welcome to the Primary View from Reorg, which offers incisive interviews and insight on issues affecting and impacting distressed debt, leverage finance, direct lending, high yield, municipals, covenants, private credit, private equity, middle market, and private debt. In this week's episode, Seth Brumby, the Deputy Managing Editor for Municipals at Reorg, discusses that asset class with Dan Berger, Senior Market Strategist with Municipal Market Data, a Refinitiv company. We have one month left in 2022, and it's safe to say that this has been an eventful year. Dan, what are the big takeaways for 2022? Uh, perhaps the biggest takeaway would be the fact that um, that munis have really suffered collateral damage as a result of the Fed's attempt to, um, to tame inflation. And what that means is that munis um, have gone up to unprecedented levels during the past 10 years. Um, and in fact, um, munis, um, for example, the 10-year um, muni bond spot rate has gone up over 200 basis points um, since the beginning of the year. That's uh, kind of unprecedented. And you're going to see that, uh, you're going to see once that, once that uh, it's gone from 1%, a little bit over 1% to over 3%. And once it goes back to, once it, it but it's really the rate of increase that really is, is concerning people. That three, that 200 basis point increase um, has been an average, and once that uh, once that is tamed, and people get used to the new uh, the new normal, you're going to see um, increased fund flows, and you'll see um, and you'll see volatility. Uh, fund flows will uh, out will not become outflows; uh, they'll become inflows, and you'll see um, and you'll see less volatility. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to the uh, how it turns around in the inflows because, yeah, outflows have also been a really amazing story this year. On a weekly basis, we see it's normal to see now $2 billion and $3 billion on a weekly basis in outflows. What has been the cumulative amount of funds pulled from uh, municipal bond funds this year? Well, it, 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 different funds report differently, but the general consensus is that fund flows have been outflows of about $100 billion. And two, two to three billion has been a typical week. So uh, yes, it's it's been the, the vast majority of weeks you've had outflows. And oh, go ahead, yeah. And in 2021, you had 51 weeks in which there were inflows. So it's okay. it's quite quite the uh, quite the change for 2022. Gotcha. So we have um, an unprecedented rate. Uh, excuse me, an unprecedented acceleration in rate increases this year. Um, and then also we have unprecedented amount of cumulative outflows. Um, what are the ramifications of this? I mean, as, as somebody who kind of watches deal flow and trading from a more of an investor perspective, um, I can say that over the past 10 years, we've been waiting a long time to price risk appropriately. Um, but it seems as though performance is not quite indicative of, of, of the rates right now. Um, so what, what can we see in terms of um, what are the consequences of this kind of macro and technical environment? Well, it's funny you mentioned risk because I think you're gonna, get, you're gonna ask me the question about risk. And in fact, muni bonds have seen a, a general um, rating increases 
by a factor of about seven to one. So it's really it's really a macro um, it's really a macro thing that's affect um, influences affected muni bonds, and it hasn't been it hasn't been credit risk. It's been market risk and it's been liquidity risk that have really um, that have really impacted the muni market. Yeah, I'll say that uh, credit risk was something that's following the financial crisis when we had um, the collapse of the monoline industry. And we all know there's only two insurance companies remaining. Um, I think that was a, a big eye-opening moment for the municipal market that credit analysis uh, really had to evolve because we didn't have that backstop anymore. Um, and at that time, I seem to recall that the, the, the issue really wasn't so much debt. Uh, but as it was pension funds and, you know, fast forward 10 years to now, and it, it seems as though at least a lot of state and local governments um, have better funded their pensions and their balance sheets look a little healthier, uh, particularly in, an, in a rising rate environment. Um, we can actually though, just bring it back to, to debt specifically. From what I've seen this year, it looks like a lot of structures have included smaller premiums, but higher coupons. And this is something that I think you've been watching too, and in fact, have been able to construct some, some turn curve based upon a variety of different coupons. Can you unpack that a little bit for us? Yeah, I think in years past, you've seen a lot of issuers use three and 4% coupons. They've used three and 4% coupons and the, the standard MMD um, AAA uh, scale, which is used by, by many market participants, assumes a 5% curve and assumes a 10% call feature. Um, the 5% curve, uh, the 5% coupon has been used in more deals as of late than it's been, than it's been used in, um, in the past couple years. Okay. So you're absolutely correct about that. So when we see uh, spread comparisons on, for example, a deal sheet for a new issuance, Oftentimes they're they're benchmarking that to the AAA MMD. From my understanding, there's that that's that's benchmarked specifically to the five percent term term curve. Uh, but you actually are constructing ones based upon other coupons too. Can you talk a little bit about the performance of those term curves and whether or not they're correlated, or maybe perhaps there's some differences in performance? Uh, there is differences in performance. The um, this the spread on that varies between the the AAA and the um, between the the three and the and the and the five percent, for example, mm -hmm. and it varies um, accordingly. We've seen that it's um, it's gone down a bit. Um, it's it's gone down a bit this year, um, but in years past, it's it's been accelerated and it's gone at a at a much higher rate. But with rates coming with rates going up, it's in fact. Um, become a little bit, a little bit tighter. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I guess we'll have to see how that involves. Uh, I know that the correlation, it's long established that municipal bonds are of course correlated to treasury bonds. Um, how did that correlation uh, sustain itself during the pandemic? And have we gotten back to a period of normalization or is there still some volatility there? Um, the correlation is, is almost at pre-pandemic levels. You had like in 2020, you had um, a correlation of about 30%. Now, historically, it's been about 90%. Okay. Um, this year, it's back over 90%. Uh, 
as we're getting out of the pandemic, it's going back to historical levels. Okay. And when you talk about correlation, if we could maybe just define that a little bit, basically, if if uh, rates rise in the treasury market, they're going to rise in the municipal bond market too. Um, they will rally and they will, you know, they will dip in trading in line with one another. Is, is that pretty much what you mean by correlation? Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I mean. It's it's something that you can compute very simply on an Excel spreadsheet. You just take the, you just take the data, and um, it, it's a very simple function. But yes, it, it's um, that's the correlation. Is that basically moves in the treasury market are mirrored in the uh, in the municipal bond market. Okay. And and it's and it's uh, it's back at pre-pandemic levels. Okay. That, that relationship was lost during the height of the crisis because munis didn't have quite the liquidity that treasuries did. So, we, go ahead. So munis really swam in their own lane. We would constantly write that munis were swimming in their own lane, and that was very evident during the financial crisis. Okay. And has uh, has liquidity improved at all, um, I guess, this year? I, I, I can't imagine that it has. I've seen plenty of deals get proposed and then pulled or delayed. Um, but if you could maybe talk a little bit about um, volatility and liquidity in the market this year um, and whether you maybe see some signs of it improving. Um, it, it's kind of funny. As of, you know, during the – and this is just a particular point in time because um, – when many of your listeners are going to be listening to this, it may be a week or two from now when there's more supply. But we've seen in the last week, and um, I know that this is going to get, by the time this gets to your viewers, it might be after Thanksgiving. But what we're seeing is a period of time in which there's supply demand imbalance, and there's been a little bit of a rally. But the question is, will this be sustained? Um, it's possible it will be sustained because usually we see in January, this may be a great entry point for municipal um, investors because what we usually see in January is, is the, what I call the January effect, where you have a great deal of uh, supply-demand imbalance and you have a great deal of money chasing after very few bonds. Okay. Um, and, and that's further helped by the fact that January is a very popular reinvestment month. There's January and July coupon payments. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of cash lying around. And then issuers haven't quite determined their financing needs in January. And so there's a lull in, in new issue supply. And that usually sets up a very favorable environment for municipal bond performance. So if we can, we can maybe get a little tailwind here in January, that would be great. Um, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned going over and whether or not we have a repeat performance of 2022 into next year. Do you think that there uh, could be sustained outperformance for municipal bonds? And when I say outperformance, not maybe not so much relative to treasuries, but just by themselves. I mean, do we see the sustained outflows of, of $2 billion per week like we talked about and sustained cuts to the MMD the way that we saw this year? Do you see that performance repeating itself into next year? Uh it's just hard to envision that it's going to be sustained for as long as it uh, for this long. And in fact, another thing that could help uh, the mini market could be the fact that there's rot there's rotation of assets mm -hmm. that, you know, people balance their portfolios and they could rotate into fixed income. 
and decide that they, they, they're getting out of equities. That's another factor that could play a, a part in the, in the mini market. Okay. I guess we'll just have to wait to see. Um, you know, I, I think the, the broad strokes for me have always been whether or not you can get actually, you can get paid um, for holding fixed income. Um, the, the story has always been over the past 10 years, you have a lot of funds out there trying to chase yields. And as they chase yields, uh, they go further down the credit spectrum, which of course in, invites a lot of risk into investment theses and portfolios, um, which we see this year can really be very painful as, as the market goes out. Um, with, with coupons around 5% and 5.5% for a lot of investment grade borrowers, uh, do you think that maybe, and this is bringing it back to the initial question, um, do you think that maybe the market can start pricing risk a little bit better than it has been over the past 10 years? Um, I think it could. And I think it. I think that people will be um, rewarded. And to go back to one of the questions you asked um, in terms of, you know, where could there be value? And you look at like a city like Chicago, mm-hmm. Chicago might be something that you're that you're say you're that re, that reorg clients might be interested in because it was a non-investment grade credit, and all of a sudden after seven and a half years in the desert, it's become an investment grade credit, mm-hmm. and there could be value in credits like that, in which um, they're suddenly becoming investment grade. That opens up a whole new segment of of buyers. That could that could, and I think that could be replicated throughout the muni market, and people could be chasing after um, t- the tax exempt feature of munis is really very attractive. Combined with the fact that you know there there may be um, a lot of issuers who um, who haven't accessed the market yet, and so that could, could be a very powerful force. Yeah, I uh, I hope that's the case too. I mean, when you have a macro environment that has pushed down prices and, and brought up yields, um, and at the same time, as you pointed out, the, the upgrade ratio has been uh, seven upgrades for every one downgrade. Uh, that goes to show that you're right. That it's not an issue of credit. It's an issue of macro headwinds. And if we maybe see a break in those in the next year, you might see some, um, some good buying opportunities in the market. And let, let's certainly hope that's the case. It's been a, it's been a painful 2022 um, any final thoughts as we let our audience go? Well, I I, uh, I, I think we we could see um, we could see um, demand from uni bonds approach it or more likely to approach what happened in 2021 than what happened this year. And what I mean by that is in 2021, and I'll repeat myself again, we had 51 of the 52 weeks we had inflows. And this year, it's been the almost the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. There have been uh, certainly there have been 12, uh, 14 consecutive weeks. The last 14 weeks have been outflows. And I would dare say that about about 75 percent, about three quarters of the weeks, the first 45 weeks, I would say inflows were only about 10 of the weeks, maybe less, maybe six of the weeks. And I think that trade's going to reverse itself. It's really a retail market. And as people become more comfortable with it, I think they're going to see that it's um, that they're getting compensated for the risk and that um, 
that muni bonds um, are, are going to offer um, really good value going forward. Okay. Well, Dan, thank you so much for your thoughts. It's been a pleasure as always. And uh, we'll see you in 2023. Thank you.